0: Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida, brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy. As we celebrate National Hispanic Heritage Month, Orlando Business Journal Editor-in-Chief Sean McCrory invites Hernan Tagliani to share his journey from Argentina to Central Florida, where he's built a successful advertising agency.
1: Thank you for joining us, Hernan. Your appearance on our podcast today comes just as the business journals are ramping up coverage of Hispanic Heritage Month, which runs from September 15th to October 15th as an immigrant from Argentina and one of the most respected leaders within the business community. What would you say are the strengths inherent in central Florida's Hispanic business environment?
2: Well, one of the strengths that Hispanics have in central Florida, definitely they are impacting the local community. Hispanic market has been grown tremendously, especially after 2017 with Hurricane Maria from Puerto Rico. A lot of Puerto Ricans ended up migrating to the state of Florida. In particular, a good portion of that was absorbed by the central Florida market. And also, of course, Miami and some other parts of the United States, especially in the East Coast. But The biggest portion was here in Central Florida. Right now, the Hispanic community is growing at a really fast pace. It is my understanding. It's getting closer to 40% of Central Florida, Orlando population, which what I project that uh, Orlando uh, very soon will become a second Miami. Uh, Right now, the population in Miami, between Fort Lauderdale and Miami, is 68%. Hispanics are majority in uh, Miami, they County and uh and this is a trend that I foresee moving forward, Orlando becoming more than what it is before it, very multicultural, very diverse
1: and what are some of the weaknesses or challenges uh facing Hispanic businesses in today's market?
2: Some of the weaknesses and challenges that I have seen uh working with uh, all type of uh, businesses, from middle sized business to large corporations, so it's on someone in there's still a lack of understanding of uh, how lucrative this market can be for their business and their bottom line. Right now, the Hispanic uh, population keeps growing at a really fast pace. is the largest minority groups in the United States, as we all know, represents a little over 20% of U.S. Uh, population. And also, these growth Is across all generations. Uh, We take a look right now of millennials. It is estimated there are 75 million millennials living in the United States. 42% is multicultural and a little over 25% is U.S. Hispanic. When you also take a look of the U.S. Hispanic population, more than 50% is millennials, which that means is uh, getting into the peak earning years. And the growth of the hispanic market is a domestic growth right now we're talking about third fourth generation of uh hispanic so it's not people crossing the border is is domestic growth uh, bilingual biculture higher household income higher level of education they tend to spend more than 90 percent of their disposable income so it's a huge business opportunity and also when you take a look of gen c right now it is estimated according to the 2020 census that over 52% of Gen Zs are multicultural. Hispanics represent a little over 27%. And it is already projected by the census that whites will become minorities by 2045. So we're talking about uh, 21 years, 22 years. And whites will be, Gen Z basically, will be the last generation uh, where whites well, our majorities. So that's where we're going. It's, it's a huge business opportunity, a very lucrative market, and it's turning from a nice-to-have opportunity to a business survival as a brand or how you grow your brand moving forward.
1: Well, as we mentioned in the beginning, you uh, immigrated uh, here from Argentina. How old were you when you and your family came to the country, and what were your first thoughts or impressions of Central Florida, particularly in regard to the business community?
2: I moved to Central Florida when I was 28 years old. The Hispanic population was uh, very small at the time. I believe it was represented like 8%, 8 to 10% at that time. So some of the challenges, of course, that I had at that time is to you know, getting to uh, know people within uh, my community. There were not too many Hispanics living in Central Florida. Also, understanding the intricacy of uh, working in different corporations and uh, making sure they understand my background and they understand the value that we bring to their table by having a person that belongs to a minority group. So it has been exciting to see the growth and the change. Um, Orlando is very diverse, embracing, uh, you know, people from all different nationalities as well. And it's exciting to see where we're going from here.
1: Well, great. And uh, given the number of years you've now lived and worked in Central Florida and the hard lessons I'm sure you learned along the way, what would be your most important words of advice to entrepreneurs immigrating to Florida?
2: It will be never give up. Uh, I am the representation of a successful Hispanic entrepreneur coming from a totally different culture and country. So never give up. Fulfill your dreams. Uh, Stay focused on your overall purpose that you want to achieve in life. You have to see challenge as an opportunity. I strongly believe what Napoleon Hill, the well-known author, says, every challenge life throws at you. There is a seed equivalent of benefits. So what the lessons learned from that challenge... But this is a country of fulfilling your dreams, it's a country of opportunities. You got to work. Nothing is given to you for free. But uh, I'm very grateful for being an American, for all the opportunities this country gave me. And now it's my turn to give back to younger generations, to inspire younger generations about the importance of basically fulfilling your dreams, live life with purpose, and don't be afraid. And no, today doesn't mean a yes tomorrow. And uh, it just, have to believe in yourself and keep moving forward.
1: What would you say are some of the biggest business challenges you have faced in the past year, uh, which has been a difficult year for many, and how have you worked to overcome them?
2: Definitely the pandemic affects all industry overall. In our case, we had to readjust, let's say, uh, the workforce on one end. We were lucky that uh, during the pandemic, based on the Clients that we had, uh, they kept us uh, very busy compared with some other colleagues in the industry. Some of them, they went under, they have to close business, and some of them, they just have to reduce the, the operation overall for that business to to continue. But I can say that uh, I have been blessed. I was affected, but not that much. And uh, now the agency is in a huge uh, a growth mode right now, which is exciting. And... Um, and well, nowadays, uh, what is related to multicultural marketing, diversity and inclusion is becoming a hot topic for every executive and and leadership. And that's what I'm trying to do in the in the community. You know, e- educate and uh, so people understand there's a huge business opportunity targeting to the U.S. Hispanic market.
1: Well, you had mentioned earlier that one of your goals now is to be able to give back. Uh, looking back over your uh, career and certainly your time in Central Florida. Who would you say are some of the mentors you've looked up to, both within the Hispanic business community and as part of the larger Central Florida business community?
2: Well, definitely has been quite a few people who helped me shape and become the, the, the person that I am right now. One of them definitely was uh, Mr. Anibal Torres, who was the publisher of El Sentinel. That was my first job when I moved here to Orlando 21 years ago. So he gave me the opportunity, he believed in me, and uh, I will always be grateful for the opportunity he gave me. And then meeting with uh, different leaders in the community, I was uh, very involved with uh, uh, leadership uh, in the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I had been participating as a board of trustee of the Orange County Library System for three and a half years. So has been quite a, a long list of people. I am a person that I strongly believe is never too young to teach and uh, never too old to learn. So that's why every time I meet somebody, I learn something from it. And that's that's how I see life. So if I start giving names, it will be a long list, but at least <laughs> I gave you the one who believed in me and gave me the chance. And now it's my way to pay forward. So that's why I love uh, speaking at conferences. I was teaching at UCF for a semester international marketing. And uh, it's something that I, I have into consideration when the time comes to uh, retired and the agency right now is being uh, restructured for for growth. So I can uh, basically free up a little more time. But yeah, it's a very exciting time in my life.
1: Well, wonderful. And you and I have talked before about you being a uh, big foodie. Uh, what are some of your favorite comfort dishes from Argentina and what are some of your favorite dishes that you discovered since arriving in Florida?
2: Well, from Argentina, definitely we're very well known for the steak. Asado is, uh, short ribs is uh, one of my favorite ones. So Argentinian food is is really, really, really good. In regards to restaurants or food here in Orlando, love the Indian food, Italian food, uh, really good barbecue, barbecue. Uh, Big Floyd's, for example, uh, another Hispanic successful entrepreneur. Tito, he has a great concept. As he started with Big uh, Floyd's and now Pizza, which are both uh, really great restaurants. So there's quite a few restaurants here that Central Florida has to offer. Domu is another one, a Michelin uh, star restaurant uh, that you will always see me there <laughs> with my ramen soup. But uh, yeah, love the opportunities here. To, uh, and the variety of food and, and also drinks, you know, some happy hours like guest house and, and some other bars, uh, modern, uh, a new concept that just open on colonial drives, excellent food, Tori, Tori is another one. So they're quite a, a big selection. All right. I should have eaten a bigger lunch. I'm now hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what
1: aspects of your uh, culture would you say have contributed most towards your success as a business leader in Florida?
2: Just hard working. Hispanic people are really hardworking, and they come here to basically fulfilling their American dream. In my case, when I moved here, I came uh, with $300 in my pocket after selling my business, paying all debts and selling my agency to my partners. So that goes back to what I was saying. Uh, nobody gave me anything. I work hard for it. Uh, I never gave up and uh, learned a lot and um, I'm excited where God and um, took me here, uh, where I'm at right now, and uh, I'm in this period of life of uh, uh, very fulfilling, uh, dream by purpose. And uh, part of my mission is that is uh, is inspire younger generations to fulfill their dreams, of living by purpose. With purpose, money comes along. Hernan Tagliani
0: joining us next. His take on immigration to the Sunshine State when Florida Business Minds continues. People's Gas, working with businesses across Florida to lower energy usage and costs with efficient natural gas. Get cash back energy conservation rebates when you install new natural gas equipment. Learn more at peoplesgas.com
1: slash biz rebates. Given the current environment, do you think it was easier to immigrate to Florida when you did versus now?
2: And uh, if so, why? If not, why not? I don't think it was easier. I strongly believe that uh, U.S. is the country of opportunities. There's always opportunities out there. Uh, sometimes people, you know, when things are not doing great, they said, OK, they lose hope. And, and there's always opportunity when there are challenges in life. So, I think that this country would always be a, a country of opportunities. Political challenges that we have right now in the environment is basically a, a common denominator in every Latin American country. You can't compare the United States with Latin American countries, but um, that's why people want to, to migrate here to, to move to to the United States, but again, you got to work for it. You got to work hard and, uh, and then you will be able to, to fulfill your dreams and to be successful.
1: And you had mentioned earlier that you have, uh, one of the parts of the uh, ways that you give back is to uh, speak at a number of opportunities. You've consulted, given talks about effective communication techniques in engaging with Hispanic audiences. What advice would you offer to anyone doing business in Florida now on how to best reach members of the Hispanic community?
2: Well, first of all, we're shifting away from a transactional marketing to a brand experiential. Um, What I mean with that is technology created a man of cultural connectivity. I'm not saying that, sociologists believe that technology is what has created. So you're gonna be dealing now with millennials and Gen Z that they're very smart consumers, very savvy, very uh, technology driven and they're more interested on the experience that they're going to receive from the brand rather than owning material things so understanding your consumer journey the experience they will receive prior purchasing a products or service and then afterward how that brand continue that consumer engage and then turning into a brand loyal, right? As somebody that will continue buying the product is crucial. So that's why what I always said, it's important to understand the intricacy of the Hispanic market rather than see it as a, basically uh, translating things from uh, English to Spanish, which it has been proven is not the effective way to be successful going that route. If you really want to grow your business and create a strong impact, and earn their trust and loyalty towards your brand so the development of a strategy is crucial and starts all with understanding your consumers wants needs and desires so everything starts with understanding your your existing consumers your consumer's dna that's why uh, doing market research, quantitative and qualitative market research is the starting point. And then from there, how you can develop a culturally relevant strategy for this audience and then executing accordingly, appealing to their wants, needs and desire. One of the biggest mistakes I have seen and I continue seeing in uh, a lot of brands from well-known brands to medium-sized brands is they see it more on a language standpoint, which what you're doing is forcing a message and campaign and strategy that was specifically created for a totally different demographic and psychographic group, the Anglo market, and force it on a language standpoint for Hispanic market. And, and that's when you won't see the return on investment that you're looking for. It's not gonna move the needle. And that's what we do as an agency. We don't translate, we transcreate campaign. We help the client understand that consumer journey and walk them through step-by-step in how to make a very impactful campaign and how to achieve that uh, business longevity with them, that loyalty, and then how to get a lot of referrals from the Hispanic uh, communities, the best word of mouth, if you do it the right way, which is the one that I explained.
1: Would you say that there is a most important rule if you're starting a campaign now and you're wanting to reach more of the uh, Hispanic community, is there a most important step to take first?
2: Yes, the most important step is do not translate your campaign from English to Spanish. Take the time to understand your consumer's audience, invest in market research first, and then see what the similarities are with compared with the general market, what the differences are, and then uh, from there find out what is the best angle, what is the uh, common dominator Across different nationalities, we know there are more than 20 different nationalities that speak Spanish, but there's always a common dominator where you can introduce your brand and in a very meaningful, impactful and successful way. So that will be my advice. Don't translate, transcreate, and you will be basically set yourself for success. Let's put it that way. So that will be my big piece of advice. Uh, Understand the market, understand their DNA, wants, needs and desires and take your time to, to get to know them and once you get them you have a customer for life they are known to see themselves as part of it a clan of a community so they are very happy with you they will talk about your products and services to other members in their community and give that referral which every brand is looking for and they are right now trying to figure out how we can turn customers into loyal customers so you have a huge opportunity there it's just doing it right and That's what I have been doing all this year, 17 years that I have the agency.
1: Wonderful advice. I very much appreciate you uh, taking the time to speak with us today, Hernan. This was a great conversation. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity, Sean. Thank you for downloading Florida
0: Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida, brought to you by Tico Peoples Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy.